Yay! <laughs> we are live! Greetings, 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 goddess. It is day number three, three, three of the Unblock My Money Sacred Abundance Challenge. I created this challenge just for you so that you could get out of your money way, pull in all of your juicy abundance that you deserve into your life, stop playing small when it comes to your financial life, and so that we could start having some conversations about this very taboo topic of money. All right, so before I get into what we're gonna be talking about for day three, I'm going to pull for us a card from my manifesting deck. Hello, Courtney. Yay, sound and video, great. Thank you for the thumbs up. Thank you for the acknowledgement. You know I need to know because I don't wanna be just talking into the void, <laughs> which has happened before. So thank you for that, Courtney. I hope that you are having an abundant day. Uh, Courtney, let me know if you have completed the first two assignments. I'm gonna be going today Greetings, Goddess Ivory. I'm going today into, thank you for the hearts, thank you for the hearts, into our Facebook group, our Facebook sister circle at imanifestmagic.com. Hey, 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 Goddess Brenda Kay, to check over your homework, etc. late this evening. So if you haven't already, the first assignment, day one, and at any time, you can log in at login.unblockmymoney.com. Yes, we're raising the happy vibration around our money and our finances. You can log in again, login.unblockmymoney.com. So the day one assignment that we had was your money autobiography. That's right. It was getting all in your own business to go back and remember where some of your money challenges may have stemmed from. Greetings, Goddess Aurora Day. Yeah, so that was day one. And then our day two assignment was write a letter to money. Yes, Courtney completed the first two assignments. Hearts for Courtney. So then, yes, writing a letter to money because, greetings, Goddess Shoe, we are in a relationship with money. Now, that will either bring you excitement or dread, but hopefully excitement because whatever has been happening up until that this point, we now can make a different choice to go somewhere different and create a different energy and a different relationship. So, you know, it's like if you've been seeing somebody for a while, you've gotten lazy, they've gotten lazy, right? <laughs> the money relationship is going stagnant. You're giving them the crooked eye, they're giving you the crooked eye, and then you're like, Bam, I'm back with new energy. We're gonna be in love. We're gonna be happy. We're gonna make this work. That's where we're coming from. <laughs> and then today's assignment for day three is to feng shui your wallet. So I'm gonna be getting into that a little bit later. I wanted to talk about money blocks first, but I wanna just show you this. This is a basket of goodies that I put together, especially for wallet feng shui. Yes, the goddess shoe says, oh, I was money side chick. What? I feel you on that. And now I'm the one. Yes, I so 
feel you on that. I love money and money loves me. Yes, I feel you on that shoe for a long time. I wasn't even money side chick. I was the side chick to the side chick. <laughs> I couldn't get a text back. <laughs> I was like, hey, money is me. And money was like, I ain't talking to you in these streets. <laughs> hey, Tom. Yes. So right now we are switching, right? We are completely switching all of that up. We are dissolving all of that energy and we are raising the ceiling on money and our relationship. Greetings, goddess Melissa. Greetings, goddess Nikki. Greetings, goddess Autumn. Yes, because we all have a money ceiling. We have a ceiling in our minds and in our lives with the ways that we approach things like money, things like love, things like even health, a happiness ceiling or upper limit problem as it was called by Gay Hendricks in this really, really great book that you need to get that I always forget the name of right before I say it. Um, the Big Leap. Yes, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, which talks about how to break through that ceiling that we have. You ever have the feeling of, oh, okay, this is all the joy that I can stand, like I'm at my limit. Or you, set, you reach a certain limit of financial success or business success or happiness or relationship happiness or whatever, and then you sabotage yourself back down to where you're comfortable. I know you've been there. I know it's not just me. So acknowledge. Yes, we have done that. We have absolutely done that. And it's because we have a certain amount of joy around these huge things in our lives that we are comfortable with. And so we have a money ceiling, a health ceiling, a love ceiling. But right now, like I said, we are moving past that. <laughs> we are no longer being money side chick. We are no longer gonna have the stagnant relationship with money. We're gonna bring the energy of joy when it comes to talking about our money because one of the main money blocks that we have as women, hey, Goddess Chantel, one of the main money blocks we have is that we've been told that money is not something that you talk about. So then women could work at a company for years and not realize that they are underpaid from the dude who's sitting next to them, right? Because we don't talk about money. Or you could be in a family and not know what the finances are. You know, I have a lot of friends who've gone and family who've gone through the situation of a loved one dies and then things are a mess and they don't know how to do anything because they didn't know what was going on. Where's the insurance policy? Where are the bills? How to do, you know, because we don't talk about it. So let's talk about it and let's bring our own, you know, I, I thought in my head, you know, when I was younger, I thought, okay, when I moved into being a financially responsible adult, suddenly I was going to morph into this boring, like horrible person because that was a money block that I had, that money, you know, was boring and people who made money were uptight and usually bad people and usually didn't care about good things. And that was a huge money block that a lot of us have, especially, you know, those of us who are, you know, light workers and change makers and people who want to make a difference. But no, you know, we not only, it's not only a good thing, or exciting for us to care about money and invite in all of the abundance 
that we can stand, but we have a duty. We have a sacred duty and a responsibility to be not only financially solvent, but to be as wealthy and rich as we can so that we can make a difference. So that when we're watching the news and we see, you know, <laughs> these fools, no disrespect, but you know what I'm talking about, doing crazy stuff, we could get up and be like, oh, heck no, let me get my wallet and make a difference in what I see happening, right? And so we have a duty, a sacred duty to allow in all of the abundance, all of the money, all of the wealth, all of the riches that is designated to you as, you know, a daughter, a son, a person, you know, who was created by the same energy force that created the seas and the mountains. Can I get an amen on that? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I wanna share with you a few more money blocks before we get into our wallet feng shui. If you have your wallet somewhere around you, you might wanna get it. I have my wallet with me, my hot pink, uh, high energy vibrating wallet. And like I showed you before, I got my stuff here for us to do our wallet feng shui. So, you know, pull your wallet in close. And it could be, you know, it doesn't even have to be your wallet. It could be, you know, like there are different places where we have money. So, for example, here's my little fanny pack that when I go work out, I wear my little fanny pack. I bought a really cute one that I bought to Bali, brought to Bali, um, a glitter one, but it broke. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, you want to have this all anywhere where you are putting your money. You want to have it having great energy, which is what feng shui is. It's about the flow. I want you to think of think of your money like, all right, this is going to be kind of gross, but is your money system like constipated? Thank you, Brenda, for the amen. Is it constipated and uptight or is it like flowing? You know, are you like, okay, let me just turn on the money tap and get some more money and some more abundance in my life when I need it? Or is it like, you know, a car that you're trying to start and it's like... <laughs> You know, or is it smooth, like purring like a kitten, or you don't even need to hear it because it's just doing what it has to do, right? So that is, again, where we want to be. And the beauty of feng shui is that it is an energy system, ancient Chinese energy system, about clearing energy, clearing energy, because we are having a vibrational relationship with every single thing in our lives, including your money and including your wallet. All right, so here are some money blocks, all right? And if you're just joining us, we are on day three of the Sacred Abundance Unblock My Money Challenge and Mini Course, and you can log in at login.unblockmymoney.com to get caught up. Yes, Afua, I feel you on that goddess. Money, let's flow, yes, yes. And so right now I want you to make a, de a declaration to money. If you're somewhere where you are by yourself and you can speak out loud even better and say, you know, here I am money, declare it. Arms open, heart open, heart energy open. Here I am. Here I am. I am excited. You know, that was the letter that we wrote yesterday saying to money, basically, look, look, money, we've been rolling for a long time. This is the relationship we've had up until now. But right now we are making a shift and I'm excited and I love you and you love me. So let's do this. Yes. 
And then, you know, as you start to do the clearing around the money blocks, the things that you are holding back, the things that are letting you are letting hold you back, beautiful goddess Asiri, then you start to take inspired action. And I just manifested something really exciting. I can't talk about it today. Hopefully I can talk about it tomorrow at the very least when we come back, you know, from the holidays. Well, I'm gonna keep broadcasting through the holidays. So, you know, really, really exciting. Okay, so Goddess Nikki says, I'm exuberant and flowing with affluence. Yes, affluence. Let's bask in some money words. What are some other money words? Affluence. How does that feel? Affluence. Yes. Wealth. Rich. All right, good. We're back in. All right, so Goddess Melissa says, I had the vulnerability hangover too. Yes, Goddess Melissa. Oh my gosh, covering my mic. But yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. So those of you who don't know what we're talking about, in yesterday's live stream, I was sharing that how, you know, because I read my Dear Money letter, which was our day two of the challenge. Opulent, that is a beautiful word, Goddess Tedra. Goddess Brenda echoes it too. But yes, so I read my money letter and then I was feeling a huge vulnerability hangover, which is like when you feel exposed, like you've put too much out there and you're like, oh, okay, now I put my business in the street. Now they know me. Now they'll see me. Now they'll judge me. It's a little bit, you know, coming from a place of fear, but we are moving through fear into love, right? Two emotions. It's either coming from love or it's coming from fear. And so we are choosing love and we are choosing to channel that fear into excitement at putting our foot out there to stretch to do something new. Baby steps, baby steps. So Goddess Melissa, I applaud you, even with the feeling of the vulnerability hangover, to put yourself out there and to come back for day three of our Unblock Your Money Challenge and Shift. So here are some of the money blocks that we tend to have, and then we will get into our feng shui of the wallets. All right, guilt. Now, a lot of women have guilt when it comes to money. Now, Tom and, and some other people, I saw that some men are joining the live stream, and you are welcome to sit in our virtual classroom and play money games with us, but I'm talking now to my women because our conversations are too few and far between. So, we are gonna, I'm talking to my girls right now, goddesses, money guilt is huge and something that you need to be aware of, and it comes from different places. Sometimes when people, you know, make it out of, you know, a neighborhood, that or a family or whatever where they are the first person to do whatever in their family or first person to make a certain amount in their family first person in their neighborhood to do whatever or or in their culture or whatever there tends to be a lot of guilt and it's called survivor guilt and people will then sabotage themselves you know figure out ways to ruin their own lives through relationships or health choices or things like that because they feel uncomfortable perhaps with the fact that they may be out earning you know their husband their father their loved ones and the only way that we can move past it again the flow <laughs> the only way that we can move past it and keep the flow going is to be aware just awareness so if you have any money guilt let me know declare it state it 
tell the truth, shame the devil. Is there money guilt that you are having? Um, and sometimes it could be stuff we made up in our own heads. For a long time, I, I had and didn't know that I had the, you know, um, don't outshine, don't make more than, no, don't outshine the tribe, don't make more than your father or other loved ones. Or I, I didn't even know that I had that until I started journaling on it and realized it was there. And then I realized it was totally my thing that I had made up. It wasn't like anybody, you know, who loves me was wanting me to do less or wanting me to play small to, for them to feel comfortable. No, they love me and they want me to, you know, to shine big and to shine bright. So where might guilt be blocking you from the true magnitude of all that you deserve? All right, here's another money blocker. Perfectionism. I'm not ready yet. I can't launch my website yet. I can't launch my business yet. I can't get a client yet because it's not perfect yet. I can't even declare to people what I do. I don't know how to answer that because it's not ready yet. The idea that somehow in order for you to be worthy of the abundance coming your way, you've got to be perfect. I don't weigh the right amount yet. How about that? How about that? A lot of us have that as well. The idea that, you know, somehow when you are, you know, going to be stepping into your abundance, if you're not, you know, physically fit yet, like, okay, wait, I don't look like I thought I was going to look when, you know, I was ready to be rich. So I got to wait and lose some, <laughs> lose some weight and come back and then I'll be ready to be rich. No. You can bring your curves. You can bring all that you are right now. Goddess Autumn, I feel you on that. I feel you, feel you, feel you on that. Yes, and we can move past that. We can move past it because it's just, it's a money block. And like any other block, we can dissolve it. We can just dissolve it, just melt it away. And so that's why right now we are naming, naming and claiming and then letting it go. All right? Goddess Nikki, I feel you. I feel you. If it feels a little familiar, you know yourself. It's probably there. It's probably there. <laughs> Goddess Aurora says that I am in her office. Goddess Courtney, yes. Yes. You know, so this is so per so guilt, perfectionism, big money blocks for us as women. And again, if you're not aware of it, then you can't dissolve it because then otherwise what you do is, like I said, you can, you know, you then attract the client of your dreams, right? Or build the business of your dreams or get the position of your dreams or whatever. And then you create, you don't call the person back when you were supposed to. You drop the big contract that you were supposed to have. You fall apart at that last, you know, whatever it is. You show up late and disheveled when you were supposed to be there and be on point and now you're unprepared because you're trying to sabotage yourself back into, you know, a comfort level that you feel like, okay, is where your deservability and your self-worth lies. Oh, we felt that one, right? I felt that. I felt that kind of echo through the universe right there. All right. Here's another one. And this one actually runs under the current of all of the, the other ones that we just mentioned. Not good enough. Not good enough. And this is one that like I almost have to whisper because, you know, a lot of us have resistance to the idea that we might have self-worth issues. But, you know, again, like I spoke about on another day, things that we feel like are hidden, they're not so hidden. Yeah, Goddess Fatima. 
Yeah, Goddess Courtney, it's not so hidden. You know, so it's like, we're like, oh, okay, that's my deep, deep down little secret. Like I might have that issue, but okay, people are not seeing it. But you know, it doesn't matter if we're seeing it or not. Your life is reflecting it. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you acknowledge it. It doesn't matter if nobody sees it. It doesn't matter if you don't name it. Your life is reflecting it. You right now are a masterful manifester already. The question is, are you manifesting what you want or are you manifesting what you don't want? That's the question. Not can you manifest because you're doing it. You're absolutely doing it. I feel you goddess Nikki. Yes, you're doing it. But now you're going to make a different choice and you're going to be a conscious co-creator in your own life, right? So let's declare that I am a conscious co-creator in my own life. Yes, I am a conscious co-creator in my own life. Affirm it, affirm it. Yes. And so, you know, low self-esteem or low self-worth, which a lot of people feel a little more comfortable with the term low self-worth and low self-esteem, you know, you begin to shift that with self-acceptance. Yes, thank you, Tom. I am a conscious co-creator in my own life, right? So let's start to shift that. Let's start to clean up the energy around that. Don't come to your money with a sense of victimhood. You know, a lot of us have that underlying kind of idea that we are victims. Again, if you have those ideas in your head that, oh, the, you know, that's made for rich people or rich get richer or the poor get poorer. And again, you can have these ideas whether you grew up very wealthy or very poor or somewhere in between. Yes, let's all declare it. I'm a conscious co-creator in my own life. Yes, yes. And so let's start to shift it. Let's take these bricks down. We don't need them. Take these bricks down one, one by one. Take them down, right? Because you are in a relationship with money and these bricks are blocking you from your money. So they need to go because you, again, I will say, have a duty, a sacred duty as someone who is a change maker, a light worker, a healer, a creative spirit. You have a duty to claim all of your abundance and wealth so that we can make a true difference and a stand in this world. All right. Yes, Goddess Courtney, I am a conscious co-creator in my own life. And we're declaring that because you have been unconsciously creating, you know, all the time. But you're just now going to make a point that you are doing it on purpose. Goddess Fatima, I am a conscious co-creator in my own life. All right, another money block. All right, we've been through guilt, perfectionism, not good enough. Um, insecurity, which is basically kind of the same thing. And then there is being a people pleaser. Now, if you don't have this one, then more power to you. I, you be glad, <laughs> be glad that you did not get the people pleaser gene or, you know, situation or whatever. Goddess Maria. Yes. I'm a conscious co-creator in my own life because again, being a people pleaser, which, you know, the opposite of being a people pleaser doesn't mean that you're a jerk or an asshole or something like that. It just means that you are, you know, making choices in favor of yourself rather than making choices to possibly sabotage yourself in favor of other people or being a doormat or a victim, you know, which puts you at the, um, puts you 
in in the way of basically narcissists that people pleasers tend to attract narcissists into their lives people who end up being you know stalkers and all of that kind of stuff all of that kind of stuff so people pleasers you know generally it's what the word states, you know, want to make the other people in their lives happy. Yes, Goddess Taffy, I'm a conscious co-creator in, uh, oh, in creating a life worth living. I love that. Goddess Nikki said, do I have any cameras in her home and office? I know you because I am you. Yes. So being a people pleaser. Now here is, here is the rub. Here is the tricky thing that for those of us who are people pleasers, which are a large percentage of women, that's what you've been. I like it. Past tense been because now, you know, you're moving into something different. A lot of us as women, you know, you don't want to that that need to not, you know, piss off the tribe that try. It's a it's a primal fear that the tribe will throw you out and you will be out there by yourself. Even though in this world, that is not our challenge, right? It's not our challenge. The tribe is not going to toss you out. You're not going to be naked and afraid. You have your own home and your own way of living and you are an adult, right? The tribe is not, the tribe can't, you know, hurt you in that way. But it is a primal fear. So strong that again, you know, you will keep yourself fat, you will keep yourself broke, you will keep yourself unhealthy, you will keep yourself, you know, lonely, if it means that it is going to have tribal approval. So, if you are in groups of people, you know, friends, family, loved ones, where all of the conversations revolve around, you know, how broke everybody is and how poor everybody is and uh, yeah, we're broke and we can't get ahead and all of that. You need to make some different choices. And I understand that people may be related to you and you love them. You need to then kind of limit your access to them because energy is contagious and your life will reflect the people that you spend the most time with. Similarly, if you are in conversation on a daily basis with friends who are talking about no good men and, you know, all the men suck and all of those things, again, <laughs> you need to distance yourself and move away with all due loving respect to the people that you know and you care about. Again, energy is contagious, contagious. Some of you have heard me say in the past that for a long time, I was a part of the sisterhood of traveling brokenness, <laughs> which is, you know, spiritual and artistic women who tend to have make cult, have as a culture brokenness and brokenness and a righteousness around, you know, being poor and being broke. So someone said, and your name is hidden, sorry, my little Facebook thing. Um, what if you can't remove yourself from them? I will get to that in a second. So Goddess Nikki says, now I'm a people pleaser who is more successfully please, pleasing others because I please myself first. Yes, please yourself first because the people who really love you want you to be happy. Goddess Brenda says, recently I've had to greatly limit or cut off a lot of previous contacts for that reason. Yes, yes, absolutely. And that's the thing. You're going to have to revise, you know, 
meaning <laughs> slash and cut, cut off and cross out some people who were formerly your friends and your loved ones. But the good news is, is that it's a big planet with 7 billion people. And so start to go to positive things like Goddess Brenda was with me in Bali at the Abundance Pray Love Retreat or, you know, other conventions and positive things where, you know, you can meet new friends, right? With new energy. Now for the person who said, you know, what if you can't cut them off? I'm not going to be Machiavellian and be like, yeah, you can cut them off. You're a grown ass woman. Cut them off. Because sometimes they're related to you. Sometimes they're your mom, not my mom, mommy, I love you. Not, you know, but sometimes they're your mom or your dad or your sister, your brother or your husband or whoever. Right. And if you feel like, okay, there's somebody that I love and I can't cut them off, it doesn't mean you need to sit up underneath them all day and all night or all weekend long or whatever, drinking in the vapors of their negative energy. Real talk, real talk. Yes, Goddess Fatima, because the good thing is that when a mother steps into her own with her own self-esteem and self-worth, rather than trying to please her kids all the time, she's teaching them how to value themselves first going forward. So, you know, one of the things you can do, and this may sound shady or sound shisty, but if you are wanting to keep certain people in your relation, in your family, in your, you know, good graces or whatever it is, you feel like you have to, you can't cut them off. You can spend time with them. I mentioned this in another live stream, you know, and somebody said it was cold blooded, but it's not, you know, you can go to the movies with them. The movies, you don't have to talk. <laughs> Real talk. We'll hang out, go to the movies, you sit down, we watch the movie, you move on with your life. It's, you know, you've spent time with them and you're not drinking in the negativity with them. Another point, yes, Goddess Nikki, exactly, is that once you start to change that you, the way that you relate to them, it's going to change the way that they relate to you. That is incredible. You are super powerful in your life. And so if they see, for example, I have family members who very conservative. I love them with my whole heart, love them with my whole being, but I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to get into a political conversation about the hot messes that are happening in Washington right now and any kind of, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just trying, not trying to see their point or trying to see where they're going because I feel like it is detrimental to my well-being, okay? But these conservative family members, like I said, I love them. I love them very much. But I had to draw a hard line and be like, here are my healthy boundaries. I am not having those conversations with you because those conversations make me think less of you. I don't want to do that. I love you. So if you want to talk to me, I could talk to you about any other thing. I'm not talking to you about those things. So another thing you want to do is have healthy boundaries, you know, so you might say, you know, point out to them, hey, such and such, do you notice you're always talking about money in a negative way? Do you notice that you're always talking about being broke or being poor or whatever it is? I'm trying to shift, you know, my own money issues and declare some positive things for myself. And I don't want to have to, you know, I don't want to spend less time with you. I don't want to cut you off. But if the conversations continue that way for my own health and well-being, I'm going to have to do that. Healthy boundaries, you know, just straight up real talk. I love you. I'm telling you this because I love you. And I think, it, you know, and that's a better way of coming at them with judgment. Because if you start to come at them, you know, finger wagging, you know, don't say this or don't say that, you'll get a negative reaction. Take it from a place of power. I, for my health and well-being, for what is best for me, those are not the kinds of conversations I'm interested in participating in anymore. Plain and simple. End of story, right? 
Yes, okay, so let's get into a little wallet feng shui. So again, what does what's in your wallet, Sam Jackson voice? <laughs> what does your inner wallet look like? Yes, goddess Melissa, agree to disagree. So my inner wallet actually happens to not look as junky as it usually could be only because I had to do some wallet feng shui uh, recently um, because I was traveling and so when I came back I had to clear all of the other money out and I had different foreign currencies and all kinds of stuff going on a lot of receipts and everything like that what is happening in your wallet chances are whatever is happening in your wallet is what is happening in your financial life alright so if your wallet is disorganized then your financial life probably is disorganized if you you know a lot of times, you know, don't know how much money you may have or may not have. If you've got, if it's old, you know, like an old wallet that's being held together by rubber bands, that sort of thing. Again, it probably reflects your financial life. So some of the things that you can do when it comes to feng shuiing your wallet, again, just clearing the energy space, you know, so some of the things that I have in here that you can do, start by taking every single thing out of your wallet. You wanna take everything that you have out of your wallet and then put it back in in an organized fashion. Um, it's not mine is not completely organized because you can still see I have like some cards and some ID over here and things kind of in a haphazard place. Start from scratch. Yes, your inner wallet has clutter. Yes, if your inner wallet has cl clutter, you probably have clutter in your financial life. And you want to get a wallet that makes you feel good and excited. I bought this wallet um, when we did, I had another challenge last year called the Spiritpreneur Unblocked Energy Shift about shifting energy and creating sacred spaces like your altar, etc. And I had a wallet feng shui exercise and I bought this hot pink wallet because it's my favorite color and it's an energizing color around money uh, green and blue and red are also energy vibrating colors you know great colors for a wallet uh, brown leather which a lot of wallets are earth uh, earth grounding color so you know have a wallet that makes you feel good you know like when you pull out your wallet to pay for something because that's usually when we're pulling our wallet out, right? That makes us feel like, oh, okay, it's fun. That's what I also wanted because like I said, I'm raising the energy vibration to one of fun, you know, yay, a wallet that I feel excited and feel happy about, you know, because whenever you're paying a bill or paying bills, you want to bring the energy of joy and gratitude, gratitude, you know, to the experience rather than, oh, here I am trying to give these people money again, right? So then I would recommend that you, yes, Goddess Melissa, <laughs> you know, you can get some incense and smudge the energy around your wallet, you know, energetically clear your wallet. There are different things that clear energy and incense just happens to be one of them, right? So you can do that. And then one of the other things that you can do is you can use some essential oils. So this is lavender essential oil that I bought from a lavender farm last summer. No, it's actually two summers ago. So it may not be as potent as it was, but it still smells delicious and delightful, right? And you can smudge your wallet with that. 
I'm not uh, responsible if your oil, make sure, you know, that your oil is not going to stay in your kind of wallet that you have and everything like that beforehand. What you can do if you are afraid of putting the oil directly on your wallet is that you can put it on an affirmation card, which I'll show you in a second and put that in your wallet. So this rose oil, which I brought, I bought from Damali Abrams, who happens to be my sister, AKA the Glitter Priestess. And I bought these for all of the VIP guests, uh, my VIP guests in uh, Bali and had it in their gift bags. And this is her third eye oil, rose oil, which smells like heaven. Oh my gosh. Ah. And so this is a great energy because I, I smell my wallet a lot. I don't know if people do that, but I, <laughs> I like the smell of leather. So yeah. So you want to have like, you know, again, whatever. Are we back? Yay. Okay. We're back. Okay, good. So you can take some affirmation cards. These happen to be from my decks. This is my manifesting uh, deck of affirmation cards. You can see that they are well-worn, well-used. And this is a card that I pulled twice in the past week. Uh, so I have it separate from the deck. This is from my African Goddess Affirmation Card deck, which you can get at AfricanGoddessAffirmationCards.com. And so you can then just, you know, like I said, put an essential oil right on the affirmation card and put it in your wallet. You know, you want to have things that when you open your wallet, make you feel good. So, you know, open, put it in with your, with your money so that, you know, there's that beautiful vibration of the affirmation directly with your money. Now, it doesn't even have to be a formal affirmation card deck like this. You know, there are affirmations everywhere in life. So here's some fortune cookies, fortune cookie affirmations I got in the past week that I really like. You know, this one says, art is the accomplice of love. And so I thought that that was beautiful. So I may consider putting that in my wallet, right? Here's some other really nice affirmation cards that I like from other decks. Really beautiful ones. Oop. So this one is flow, which is a very positive thing to have in your wallet, right? The feeling of flow. This one is, okay, well, that one's from African Goddess Affirmation Card Deck. This one is... I envision the behavior I desire to inspire. That's beautiful. This one is from Dr. Wayne Dyer's deck, appreciate everything and everyone, because appreciation is the energy of expansion. And so if you're wanting to appreciate, you want your money to appreciate, you start by appreciating your money, right? So we're moving away from the hot mess wallet thing, all right? You can also create your own affirmations, you know, on paper, like little hot pink post-its or green for heart chakra, you know, and just take a magic marker and just write the affirmation right on the card, you know, and have it be something that you enjoy that is, you know, it could be I am the conscious, a conscious co-creator of my life. And you write that and you put that in your wallet, you know, it can be very, very simple, very rudimentary. Then, oh yes, and there are even affirmations with our tea, right? This is one that I really like. Let things come to you. How perfect for manifesting money and creating and allowing money. Let things come to you. I now declare that I allow all of the abundance to come to me. Beautiful affirmation. Then I like to have crystals 
in my wallet. And so you can have some rose quartz, which is loving energy. Selenite, well, this is a big one. <laughs> I bought this from Damali, the Glitter Priestess, I think. Um, selenite, right, which is charged clearing energy. You can have something like, you know, in Mediterranean cultures, they have the evil eye they put over their doors. If you go in Greek or Turkish restaurants, um, which clears the energy. Or you can have, like I have in my wallet, I always have amethyst on me. I love amethyst stones. I gave amethyst in the gift bag to everyone coming to Bali. And this is a really beautiful one. And I always keep it, you know, in my wallet. It has just beautiful clearing energy. Then I keep a, uh, this is a piece of Bali money and I really like that it was purple. So I, which is one of my favorite colors and is an amethyst color, spiritual color, crown chakra. So I have that in my wallet as well. So treat your wallet, you know, the way that you want to treat your money, you know, make sure that you know, every night, you know, as a practice, maybe for the rest of this challenge, you know, know how much money you have on you start to count your money. You know, you can, you can, again, you're having a relationship with your money, so you can smell the money. <laughs> you can anoint the money with the oil. You can smudge and clear the money, right? With incense. You can put crystals again, healing crystals in with your money, keeping everything organized and clean and clear. Um, you don't want to have stacks of old, you know, business cards. Like this is like, you know, at one point, like I had this in my wallet, which is other people's business cards. You don't want to have that. You know, if you want to have some of your own business cards though, that would be very magnetizing and bless and thank your money. Bless and thank your IDs or bank cards or whatever is in your wallet. Thank it. Come from a place of positivity. All right. Yes. Oh my gosh, Courtney. I love having my amethyst in my wallet and I really feel like it is like just this beautiful, like charging force. Like I've always had a big love for amethyst crystals. So yeah, put an amethyst in your wallet. Or like I said, it could be rose quartz, which is, you know, the love crystal since you are having a loving relationship with your money. Right. And just start to clear the way that you even treat your money on a daily basis. Money is not a necessary evil, which is how many of us think of it. Money is an energy. And so I want you to feng shui your wallet and share a picture with me. Let's see your pictures, post them, in the Facebook group at imanifestmagic.com. You can also post them on social media and at me at Abiola TV and, and do hashtag money challenge. But I really want you to share them in our Facebook group. And I will also share a post from the last Unblock My Energy Challenge when some other, um, the other group and, and actually some of you, some crossover feng shuied our wallets okay but I want you to do this don't just look and be like okay that would be cool no <laughs> inspired action you know which is the part of ask believe receive part of the receiving is taking inspired action inspired action is feng shuiing your wallet putting beautiful loving energy with your money helping to clear some of those money blocks that we spoke about earlier and having a better relationship with money all right 
So again, go into your wallet. If it's stuffed with old receipts, old business cards, old defunct not working credit cards, piled up with change, and that's stagnant energy. That is stagnant, non-functioning energy. Everything is energetic. So right now, if, if, your, wall, if your finances are constipated <laughs> and your wallet is constipated, we're about to give it a laxative and get the money flowing again. And part of the laxative is going to start with your money, your wallet feng shui today. All right. So we're going to unblock your money starting with some feng shui. All right. And if you haven't done the other two assignments, day one, your money autobiography, day two, write your dear money letter. Make sure to get all of that done. You can log in at any time at login.unblockmymoney.com. All right? So give me one. We, we did some positive money words. We did some money affirmations. Give me a new money affirmation or declaration for us to close our conversation with today and it can be something we've already said it can be something new what is your new money declaration let's see goddess courtney says still got my affirmations in my wallet from another challenge yes 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 actually this affirmation that i had here this was from the unblock my energy uh challenge i am love living love so yes, beautiful, beautiful. And it can be something fun. Like this is fun, you know? Like I could put this in my wallet totally like again, bringing the energy of fun to our money, you know, rather than, you know, the other day when we put in words of how money made us feel and there were words like shame, there were words like self-doubt. Right now we are we're speaking we're speaking new energy. Every word you speak is a spell in your life. So we are speaking new spells of abundance over our money, over our lives, over our our entire experience I am a money magnet yes I welcome money miracles into my life and that's what I say every day yes put your new money declarations in put your money declarations in I am a money magnet that is beautiful I actually have as a part of this challenge is coming a money magnet meditation that is really really powerful all right yes come on goddess of fool you have some great affirmations that you do let's have some declarations Declare it, declare it, speak it and declare it. The power of the tongue, the words that you speak are very powerful. And again, going back to energy and the people that we spend our time with, you know, although we love them and they love us, sometimes, again, it could just be as simple as you telling them what your boundaries are and they could shift. Yes, large, rich, opulent, lavish, financial surprises. Now come to me and I am grateful. I attract abundance. Money loves and blesses me continually. Yes, Goddess Sandra. Money loves and blesses me continually. Absolutely. Goddess Courtney's, I attract abundance. Yes, every day in every way, I attract abundance. Every day, declare it. Every day in every way, I attract abundance. Goddess Brenda says, money loves coming to me. Yes, money loves coming to me. Goddess Nikki says, I am reestablishing my love relationship with my friend, money. Hey, money. <laughs> hey, stranger, what's up, money? How's it going? Yes, I love that. Money loves coming to me. 
That is beautiful. Money loves coming to me. You know, like we thought like for a long time, like, okay, like, you know, that it was a negative thing to say, I love money. Like it was only if you were a rapper or something, right? But you love money. Money loves you. God is a fool. Yes, it's a juicy one. Money releases me. Yes. Yes. I am the lender, not the borrower. Yes. God is autumn. I am a lender, not a borrower. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Declare it, declare it, declare it. Start to speak these truths over your lives. You may want to, with your wallet feng shui, write down some of these juicy affirmations and have them in your wallet. Have them with your money or your cards or whatever. Just again, there's energy in everything that we do. And so make this a positive ritual. For those of you who don't believe in rituals, you're already doing rituals. If people sneeze and you say, bless you, you're doing rituals. If you blow out birthday candles, you're doing rituals. So again, putting positive, beautiful rituals in your life, put on some good music, you know, light some candles and feng shui your wallet and welcome in your abundance, okay? Then show me pictures. I wanna see the receipts at imanifestmagic.com, which is our Facebook group. Yes, I feel good about money, Goddess Melissa. Beautiful, okay? So I'm going to give the links again. Login.unblockmymoney.com Login.unblockmymoney.com To get all caught up, one more time. Login.unblockmymoney.com And our Facebook group, just for goddesses, at imanifestmagic.com All right, my goddess, I will see you in the next conversation. Actually, tomorrow's broadcast has to be at a different time. I think it's going to be at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because I have a 3 p.m. interview, but I will let you know. I think that I'm pretty sure. Actually, no, I'm letting you know now. (laughs) 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for tomorrow. But if you're in the Facebook group and at login.unblockmymoney.com, you'll get an email. Yes, Goddess Rhonda, I live in abundance all the days of my life. That is a beautiful place to leave it. I live in abundance all the days of my life. All right, my goddess, I will see you in the next conversation. Be seen, be heard, be a movement. Namaste, my goddess. Post your pictures. I want to see receipts.